plan lets you secure your natural gas price and actually see it go down each and every year for five years. So stop worrying about rising natural gas prices. Sign up for the plan from Direct Energy by calling 1-800-348-2999. That's 1-800-348-2999. Hi, are you my blind date? Nah, baby, I'm Andre Talbot of the Toronto Argonauts. Oh. Listen, if you really want to meet some guys like me, you should come out to an Argos game. You'll have an awesome time. Are you single? Sorry, during the season, my only love is pigskin, baby. Oh, I can wear whatever you want. Tuesday, August 17th at 7 p.m., Toronto takes on Winnipeg at Skydome. For tickets, call 416-872-5000 or visit Ticketmaster.ca. See you on the field. Arby's presents Thoughts from the Grill. A slice of real Swiss cheese. A layer of yummy black forest ham so tender you want to frame it. Together in a Kaiser with a piece of juicy seasoned chicken. Good thing I'm on a protein diet. Enjoy Black Forest ham and Swiss on our grilled chicken or add it to any burger for less than a dollar. Harvey's long live the grill. This set, Imaging Insights. Pictures not turning out like you expect? You may need a camera with greater control. Point and shoots are great for snapshots, but when it comes to creative photography, only an SLR will do. Check out the new Nikon D70 at this tech. It delivers outstanding control, image quality, and at $1,889, is a great deal in digital photography. Get your hands on the latest visual technology. Bring your imagination to VizTech. 496 Queen East, online at VizTech.ca. This is Talk Radio for Guys, Mojo Radio, AM 640. The opinions and advice offered on this show may not be right for everyone and do not necessarily reflect the views of Mojo Radio. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 640. It has finally started. The 2004 Olympic Games are underway. They're going to be dominating television. Millions of people, maybe even a billion or two, will be spending countless hours watching and cheering for their favorite athlete in their favorite country. What patriotic fun, huh? What rivalry, huh? But wait a minute. 
Have you noticed the recent occult nature in the opening and closing ceremonies lately, say in the past ten years? I was on just the other night on A View From Space on Mojo Radio AM 640, heard now, Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. for one hour. I was on about the 2002 Salt Lake City, Utah, Olympic Games, and I described to you the occult nature of their ceremonies. But, hey, you know what? I think they've been matched by today's performance in Athens. That was some opening ceremony. Have you ever really noticed the different rituals, like the flame, the torch, the relay of the torch, the flag, the, the motto, the oath, the medals, the new mascots? Let me just stop at the mascots for just one moment. Uh, the brand new mascots um, are going to be Athena, and uh, I also believe it's um, Phoebos. And that kind of Bigfoot creatures, their feet are bigger than their head to start with. And, of course, everyone knows who Athena is, and Pivos is hanging out with her. But, you know, the word mascot, it goes back all the way to 1867. It's, it's taken from the provincial French mascotto, taken from masco, which means magician, witch. I'm not making this up. And that's where we get the old provincial masco, or pre-Roman origin. Mascot actually means magician or witch. And, of course, every Olympiad has to have their mascots. Now you know why. And have you ever wondered what all of the other rituals mean? Believe me, it is not innocent entertainment. You keep listening, and I think you'll agree that we've been, some of us knowingly and most of us unknowingly, deceived into celebrating and worshipping a Greek god. And since 1960, television has made this available to the entire world. The ancient Olympic Games which we return to, and they have banners all over the city of Athens saying, Welcome home! And they're talking about their Olympic Games. It was old, old, old tradition in, in Greece to be part of a religious festival in honor of Zeus. And Zeus is playing the role of Satan. Let's be serious. He's the head of all the other little gods. In other words, Satan is the king demon and he lords over all the other demons. That's pretty much Zeus and the gods. So all of that Greek mythology is all wrapped up nicely in little, I don't know, uh, little cute, neat stories. A lot of incest in it, by the way. I mean, Zeus, for instance. Uh, well, let me get to it. It's just incredible. But let me just point that out at the very beginning. Zeus is actually Satan. The other gods that he rules over are his demons. Okay? He's the chief deity of the, all of the Greeks and uh, gods and goddesses. 
The festivals and the games were held in Olympia, Greece, located near the sanctuary of Zeus. And the sanctuary was named after Mount Olympus, the highest mountain in mainland Greece. It was one of the seven wonders of the ancient world. It had a 45-foot high ivory gold statue of Zeus. White and gold. Ivory is white. Gold is yellow. Ivory stands for the purity. Gold stands for the sun. The color of the sun. They're sun worshippers. It was elliptical in shape, and it it was made up and put on a an elevated base, and you approached it by steps. And that base rose to a large mound made up of ashes of thighs of victims, usually bulls or oxen, that were sacrificed to Zeus, Satan. The whole idea was to revere Satan, or Zeus, okay, I'm sorry, Zeus. The whole height of the altar was 22 feet. You're double 11. Remember, 11 is taken from Genesis 11. That talks about the Tower of Babel and the first opportunity that man had to try and rule the world and bring it under one ruler. The Tower of Babel. So the ideas were that the gods were present at the festival of Zeus and and loved the contests and the exercises. And the objectives of these games, obviously, are to unite the world in a common sporting event, all ignorantly paying homage to the unknown spirit with offerings and worship. All the nations and athletes are unknowingly, or some knowingly, participating in pagan rituals that have been used to worship Zeus. And listen, paganism and pagan gods are now receiving incredible credibility, especially through the opening and closing exercises of the Olympics, because we, so, we put so much credence into them. And it's, of course, designed to bring us all together as one. Notice the Ford commercials have this great big, big, um, uh, what is it, a, uh, a whole campaign of uh, selling their uh, cars, and it's called One. When you watch golf, you see Tiger Woods walking around with his hat on, on the side of his hat is another company called One. So that's what they have in mind. And of course, they're going to get it done. There was even something that popped up earlier today that caught my attention about North Korea and South Korea. This is unbelievable on bringing the world together. North and South Korea are vicious enemies, correct? Well, they have officially told the International Olympic Committee that they want to have a unified team at the Olympic Games in Beijing in four years. 
the IOC press, actually the puppet of Samaranch, who is still running the show, Jacques Rogue, said that the two nations indicated to him that they wanted to have one team in 2008. By the way, these two nations, North and South Korea, marched in today's opening ceremonies under one flag, their unification flag, but they're going to still earn separate medals in the Olympics that follow here in the next 15 days. And, of course, to play the role, Rogue says that there's going to be some barriers to fielding one team. Yeah, right. You know what this whole thing is? They told the Koreans... North and South Koreans, their leaders. Guys, we're going to be bringing you guys together for the Olympics because when we put the show on in Asia in four years, we're going to show the power of the Olympics. We're going to show the power of the Olympians, the guys who run the show, the guys who put the show on, the money behind it, the power behind the Olympics. And it's pagan. Remember, North and South Korea are still technically at war after an armistice ended the Korean War without a peace treaty in 1953. So Jacques Rogue holds the meeting at uh, the Devani Hotel in Athens earlier today. This morning, as a matter of fact. Lee Yong Tak and Meng Jai Duk, leaders of the South and North Korean Olympic Committees, said, hey, what about it? Can we unite as one country in the Olympics? And I don't think that's actually the way it went. I think they were called in and they were saying, hey, we're going to be making an announcement that you two guys are going to be one team. And, of course, the Koreans, who have to bow down to the IOC, which all nations do. I mean, they they can do the most corrupt things and and create incredible, scandalous situations and still walk away thumbing their nose at the world. Why? Because they have all the power. That's why. So, this will be the first time that the issue of a united team for the two Koreans is raised. And it's based on a precedent set by East and West Germany, which was also raised in 1956 the, in the Melbourne Games. They came together. East and West German Olympic teams were united for that first time in Melbourne in 1956. And up until the 64 Tokyo Games, they participated as a united team. Then the Cold War. The fake Cold War. Where they pitted communism against democracy. For the chaos. Today we don't have that. To create their chaos. To bring about order. Their new world order. We have Muslims versus Jews. So it looks like in the 2008 Olympic Games being held in China, Korea will be won. So 
How about that for having power to bring the world together? Now, the pagan symbolism is the opening of the 2004 Athens Games were incredible. See, for Greeks, the sea is everything. Means of travel, trade, source of money, of food, and the possibility of life, right? So water was the focal point of the opening ceremony. They filled the performance field area with two point one six two yeah, it'll turn out to eleven if you work that out. Liters of water. That's two point one six two million liters of water. It took six hours and again. Six hours to fill the space up with water. But do you know how long it took to drain it when they pulled the plug? Three minutes. The Trinity. Satan, the Antichrist, and the false prophet. Incredibly, an underground circular donut reservoir was built in to store the water underneath the stadium. It's still there. Because it never rains in Greece. I mean, it's going to be hotter than a firecracker there today. That show lasted three and a half hours, culminated with Nicolaos Kaklamanicus the Greek windsurfing champ from 96 in the Atlanta Games, lighting the cauldron after he ascended on a long staircase. That's the Beatles' The Long and Winding Road, the spiral staircase. That is the cl man's climb to heaven, man's climb to immortality. That's what the staircases represent. It was in there. Nicholas Kaklamanicus was the man who lit it up. Originally, it was going to be someone else. Yes, it was going to be Costas Cantaris. But it seems as though he missed a couple of drug tests. Obviously, the Olympic Committee did not want this guy lighting the cauldron because that's a very, very distinct honor. I haven't checked into it, but may I offer an opinion? I believe that Cantaris' blood was not pure enough. And that, Cacl that Caclomanicus's was. Nicholas Caclomanicus had also a father who was an Olympic star. Cantaris never did. Anyhow, they missed a couple of drug... Um, tests, it seems. And they were upset because they were told that they faced being bars, barred from the games because they missed their drug tests. There was a, a, another person with them, uh, Katarina Thanu. Those were the two that they wanted to check. But they had a three-man panel due to hear their explanations uh, very early this morning. The very day of the Athens Games evening ceremony begins. They went there 
early in the morning, and the two were not there. Kenteris and Thanu were not there. They were at their coach's house. Upon leaving, it seems they get into a motor motorcycle crash. Not serious. And a Greek commercial news radio station said in an unconfirmed report that the bike skidded on a patch of oil and no other vehicle was involved. But that was an unconfirmed report. We won't know until we can talk to these people. Maybe there was like Princess Di, a white fiat that had something to do with this. We don't know yet. It was an unconfirmed report that said the bike skidded on a patch of oil. Anyway, Kenteris is a national hero since he shot to worldwide fame with his surprise victory in Sydney four years ago at the Olympics there. And he was the one that was going to have the honor of lighting the Olympic flame in today's opening ceremony. Wasn't to be. The IOC stepped in. Want to check you for drugs. The missed drug appointment is normally treated, by the way, as a failed test, which carries a couple of years ban. So these people aren't likely to be coming anywhere near these games anytime soon. So already they have their little bit of controversy. Now, I don't know if he was using drugs, but we do know one thing, that the IOC is very sneaky and very slick. I just want to go to this one quick call, see if uh, Azan picked up something uh, that I may have missed, and uh, I've just gotten into it a little bit. Mojo Radio, AM640, Toronto. It's a view from space. Go ahead, Azan. Oh, hey, uh, space? Yeah. Yeah, you can hear me? Okay, great. Um, I tuned into the uh, Olympic, um, uh, into the uh, opening par uh, parade. It was just before the Parade of the Nations. Um, I tuned into the point where they had the Blood Red Centaur. Yes. Yeah, and there, uh, thereafter, I, I, I watched the whole thing through. Mm -hmm. Um it was a little, a little unclear. Uh, I, I couldn't really see everything clearly. But um, uh, then I watched a repeat from the French to the English channel. And I saw everything clearly. Mm. Okay. Anyway, um, I noticed there's a general theme uh, that um, that man. It was established that the theme, uh, despite all the gods and everything, that uh, Greek gods, that man could become god as he beca uh, became more self-reliant. That is the whole point of the Olympic I'm uh, well aware celebrations, of that. and and every single uh, opening ceremony for like the past decade. Go ahead, Evan. All right. Uh, well, okay. A little after the early period of the uh, ancient Minoans, um, I, I know a little bit about this because I studied the uh, uh, ancient Greeks, uh, pre-Greek uh, civilizations during the floats. Right. Um, uh, the, when, when they were um, showing the Minoans, the Minoans, uh, if you didn't recognize, they were the ones where uh, uh, the men were jumping over the bull. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and the and the women are are white, whereas the men are black. Right. Um, that's because men worked outside in the sun, and it makes sense. Anyway. Let me get to my point. Um, all right, uh, just a little after um, that, a little after the saffron women, the women who were picking saffron. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. It was right before Pegasus. Right before you saw Pegasus, that was the, I think, the uh, horse, the white horse mm -hmm. with wings. Yes. Yeah. You saw the number six 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 in a spiral. If the show a repeat, you can watch it again. Um, you saw the number six 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 going in a spiral. Um, the other inside the other. You was, have to, was that with the uh, DNA? Uh, no, no. Uh, that, that, that's the second time. Because that was spinning too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. First, first it was the spinning top. So, so you watch for the 666 before the, the spinning DNA. Before, it comes up before in the program. Twice at least. All right. All right. I also saw the, uh, the all-seeing eye, the great eye. 
um, uh, that being uh, uh, the Eye of Horus. Mm-hmm. I also saw um, over there, uh, and, and I, as a matter of fact, the whole the whole uh, arena was staged as the eye. If you, if you saw the aerial view from it, yeah. it all looked uh, like an eye mm-hmm. with a pupil in the center. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Which was the water. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, the other thing um, I wanted to say was I, I also noticed the uh, crucifix, right? Um, now, uh, I did a little bit of research uh, a, a while back, and uh, I, I have another uh, take on what the crucifix is. Uh, it comes from the ancient Egyptian mystery religion. Um, the crucifix is actually the position of Osiris, uh, Osiris slain. It's also the symbol used for Horus entering. A lot of black magicians and people who practice um, Enotian magic, and that's uh, E-N-O-C-H-A-I-N, Enotian magic, they uh, use these symbols usually to invoke, invoke demons. Well, that's yes, right. of course, all symbols are uh, uh, to attract demons. And I want to warn people right well, now that are actually wearing these things that they have no idea what they're exactly. wearing. You are attracting demons around you that's and are waiting to do your bidding. As a matter of fact, uh, also, um, a lot of people are using the uh, holy hexagram. Mm-hmm. You were talking about that last time. Yeah, the six-pointed uh, star. Yeah, well, it's, well, they're, they're two different hexagrams. They're, they look exactly the same in shape. The holy hexagram is the one, the fire hexagram over the water hexagram, mm-hmm. one facing up, one facing down. Yes. All right. Sprint uh, has that. Well, uh, anyway, uh, it's, this, this trait that I'm going to tell you, is it's, it's shared between both holy hexagram and the, and the star of David. Um, Actually, if you notice, there's a 666 connection there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a matter of fact, that's six points, six planes, and six angles. That's right. Yeah, and each of yeah, the angles are so uh, 60 degrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you get, like, sixes all over that. And as a matter of fact, if you've seen, um, you know, the Raelian Society? Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah, look at their symbol. Uh, if you ever uh, uh, see their, um, if you ever go to their website, I, I was uh, I was at a friend's house that was uh, looking this up, and uh, I, uh, it's, it's the Star of David, but with six sixes, intertwined, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, it's basically just the Star of David. Instead of straight lines, you Mm -hmm. see sixes. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Star I mean, of David actually is the Saul of uh, um, oh, these are not religious Solomon. symbols. They're not, they're, these are not monotheistic symbols. Right. Well, I know well about that. I mean, right. uh, I just wanted to point that out. That is, oh, yeah. Saul, uh, that, that is Solomon's seal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which exactly. was, was, was given to the uh, Jewish nation by the Rothschilds as yeah. their symbol. Go ahead. Um, well, it was um, basically about that. I have a question, though. Um, uh, remember, um, uh, remember at the end when you, where you saw um, the olive trees of Athena and thereafter, I think it was before or after. Yeah, it was you saw the tree this, uh, of life. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, there, you saw this lady um, who was carrying a baby? Yeah. Uh, who, who was she carrying uh, European, in, in that one time? There are lots of different takes on this. Uh, she is, it's glowing. Yeah, I know. Glowing Actually, it looks like it's the coming. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and what that is is the child of light. Absolutely. That is a child of light that, child that has bring, come... Huh? Pardon? The child will bring peace to the Middle East. Correct. And unite everyone under the one banner. Yes. Well, makes sense. Perfect, uh, perfect sense to me, actually. Um, well, perfect Illuminati sense. Well, it does. Me. Yes, of course, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, gosh, i got a lot of things to say. Uh, I know. There was, it was just so uh, giant action-packed. And you know, I was watching it at the station here yeah. uh, this afternoon uh, live with a lot of people. And you know what? Once they start to uh, start to get into the occultic uh, um, uh, area of it, a, a lot of people just lost interest and uh, kind of yawned and uh, walked off and went, ah, well, there goes that. This is getting boring. Uh-huh. And they left. But that's when, it, for me, it really got exciting because the Illuminati were really showing their hand in those opening ceremonies because I knew they would do it because they are going back after 108 years. They're taking it back to the yeah. pagan root. Actually, um, the first Olympics, mm-hmm. 
Uh, I think uh, we're held um, 776 B.C., I think. You're correct, absolutely. Yeah, correct. that 1776 was the year the Order that of the Illuminati it. reformed. Yes, that was yeah. held in Olympia. Yeah. Yeah, and they did it for almost 12 centuries after that. Yeah, I mean, but the numbers are all there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it just goes uh, by so quick, people don't even see it. It's, it's, or or, or it goes, not, not only goes by so quick, but people are uneducated into what they're seeing. Like the opening of the show, I said that there are so many people unwittingly, unknowingly deceived into celebrating and worshipping a Greek god. Yeah, I mean... Uh, they don't uh, even know that they're doing it. And, and the majority of the world right now is at least, um, maybe not practicing, but at least going under the name of uh, everyone's monotheistic, generally. Well, a lot of people are, sorry. Not everyone. I don't want to put everyone in there. Um, and, and they're being actually deceived, and they're going to make ties into the monotheistic religions and saying that actually it was our pagan gods who you really mistook yes. as. Yeah, yeah. and actually, I, if, you, if, if actually entities like these actually existed, I could say there were sea demons, mm-hmm. uh, who they took, mistook for gods, like uh, Moloch, for example. Uh, he was not a sea demon. He, he was the one who, um, uh, near the, the valley of uh, Hinnom, Hinnom, that's in uh, Israel, right? It's, yes. It's, it's, in, it's in Israel. He was, the, uh, he was the god, according to them, demon. He was the one who was, uh, demanded child sacrifices. Right. Right. Uh, you know well, how they used to sacrifice them to Moloch? They had a uh, a statue of him. It was metal. They heated it till it was like white hot, and then they placed the children in his arms that were outstretched on this white hot metal. Yeah. And the, and the children roasted. Right. Um, well, uh, he. The God of Fire. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as, as a matter of fact, the uh, Hinnom, uh, it's actually rooted the word. Uh, the it's both shared in Arab and uh, Hebrew. Uh, Hinnom actually uh, is the root word for Jehennam. Which is actually hell. It means hell. Oh, one other thing I uh, I, I, I uh, just want to say right now, real quick. If you'll let me. Sure. You're, right. you're fascinating, Azan. Go ahead. You think so? Yeah, right. because uh, I would have had to do this all myself. <laughs> because, uh, you know, there are very few of us know what's going on, or very few of us who will talk. All right. Go ahead. Well, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm a Christian, but um, I uh, have uh, looked into, um, well, generally, the two most important uh, books of the Bible would be Genesis and, of course, uh, Revelations. At least that's my take on it. Well, the thing is this. Um, slight. Uh, I'm going to go off on a tangent real, real quick, though. I'll get to my point. Um, I sort of started reading, you know, the dictionary. I, I, I read it all the time. So one day I decided why don't I read it from A. I have a copy of the Oxford English Language Dictionary. I do that too. <laughs> you do? Yeah. So, okay. Uh, well, basically, um, I, I got through the first page just when I got to the second last word. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. It's word Abaddon, A, I think it's spelled A, I'll look, get the proper spelling, so A-B-A-D-O-N, or A-B-A-D-O-N. Well, anyway, basically, um, heard that, uh, it's, it's a Hebrew word, it means, uh, hell or destruction is symbolized by the devil, or, yeah, and, um, well, basically, this word, uh, first rooted, uh, uh in the English language, as far as I'm concerned, it's a Hebrew conversion to an English word. Uh, the first uh, time it really appeared was uh, in um, the book of Revelations. Guess what? Chapter 9, verse 11. It means hell or destruction. Chapter 9, verse 11. You got a copy of the Bible? Not on me. Well, okay. Well, when you go home or whenever you can, look into that. Uh, sure. Or for the callers who, uh, uh, or, or the listeners, you know, you just, you got a copy of the King James Bible, just look it up. And uh, you'll see chapter 9, verse 11. You'll see this word Abaddon. I mean, uh, they're, they're, I don't know. Uh, I, I suppose they could be using this, or maybe uh, the Illuminati, Illuminati could be using this uh, 
taking things out of context or and, and really employing them into the world scheme. I mean, what happened on 9-11? Hell or destruction. Right. Yeah, well, you saw those towers come down. Mm -hmm. the, the, the airbrushed image of Baphomet. Yeah, uh, they even, in, in yeah, the, they even the airbrushed cameras. that Look, in. the other, look in yeah. some of the other cameras. You won't see that face. Well, I know. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I like, is it just me or like... like no, they airbrushed it in. They're playing with people's heads. Yeah, and They're and laying I, their symbols in for it. all the time. I, I, I go outside, uh, uh, like, some ish, simple issues like chemtrails. I tell people, you know, like, like, uh, just take a look in this, like, right outside my bedroom. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, um, up, up until last year, they're like, I, w I wouldn't be surprised if I saw six chemtrails right outside my be uh, bedroom and about yeah. 60 more uh, as I go outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, uh, and, and people, people, people know, people gotta know the difference between a, a jet contrail yeah, and chemtrails because a contrail breaks up, but exactly. a chemtrail it's, just spreads and joins to the others. Yeah. It spreads out thin and it's a powdery white. Right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. uh, it doesn't really dissipate. Uh, it takes some time. Right. And um, I, I've, I've noticed—I uh, don't know, maybe it's just me—but uh, I've noticed this in other people too. Uh, respiratory changes. Yes. Yeah, I mean. Uh, oh yeah, they're slowly poisoning us in our food, in our water, in our air, and uh, hey, in the things that we uh, look at. Last thing I'll say right now, and then I'll shut up. Uh, if you. Um, I, I actually, take a look uh, into some of the chemicals. Some of the, I'm not sure exactly what chemicals they're using, but some of them uh, make you more susceptible to certain radio frequencies. Now, programs like HARP, H-A-A-R-P, I'm not sure what stands for Higher Altitude Atmospheric Research Program, something like that. Um, well, basically, they can use this, um, as you know, for the EMP generators. Yeah. They can use these uh, for many things. But one of the other things is mind control. It's the um, uh, approximately 0 0.1 to 7 point something or other is the human brain frequency. This is the uh, uh, frequencies that the human uh, brain operates at. Yes. Yeah, uh, seven well, 0 0.1 to, uh, usually up to 4 hertz. That's the frequency range, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, they can transport thoughts or feelings and, 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 and maybe even some, in, uh, some cases images. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that. I believe the, uh, the images that are being created... Uh, um, uh, on sides of buildings and, uh, uh, you know, the uh, Virgin Mary? Yeah. Uh, are actually those from outer space, cameras in the outer, uh, in outer space projecting them on. Yeah, I mean... cool people. With, uh, by the way, uh, HARP is a uh, high-frequency oh, right. of a royal right. research program. Thank you. Thanks for but, the correction. <laughs> but, but you know what? Yeah. They are using that, and I do believe that they're using those high frequencies to do all manner of things. And thanks so much for the call, Azan. Yeah, was, thanks for having me, dude. That was, uh, that was giving me a, a well-deserved rest. Thanks so much. The Spaceman, Mojo Radio, AM 640. Coming back with more. On the occult angle in the Olympics. On the Richard Serrett Show, former Republican scamsketeer Al Martin will be along to discuss creeping totalitarianism south of the border. Plus, a look at a secret plot hatched by the U.S. Joint Chiefs of Staff back in 1962 called Operation Northwood. And a look at the hollow earth theory. That's the Richard Serrett Show, tonight, 10 p.m. till 2 a.m., only on Mojo Radio, AM 640, Toronto. <coughs> Um, I'm here at Jack Astor's Garlic Festival, and I wrote this poem. 
Garlic, garlic, you taste so great, but I'll never eat you before a date. Garlic, garlic, who would think? You're sure delicious, but man, you stink. Garlic, garlic, it's you that I eat with steak, with chicken, and every other meat. I love you with pasta. I love you with beer. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, I'll have a Molson Canadian with you. Garlic, garlic, you taste so fine. Available only for a limited time. Garlic, garlic, you set the mood at Jack Astor's, where the only thing they take seriously is their food. Okay, uh, thanks. Do you forget the names of the people you met last week, even the people you met last night? How would you like to be able to walk into a room, meet 50 people or more, and recall all their names instantly? I'm America's memory master, Matthew Girk, and I'll show you how to do it in the Memory Switch System, the fast, easy memory improvement technology for busy people who are embarrassed by their bad memory. In the Memory Switch, I'll show you how to recall names, dates, facts, figures, numbers, even business and technical data in a split second, and remember it for years. I'll show you how to lock information you see, hear, and read into your memory so you can recall it right when you need it for as long as you need it. Give me just one short hour, and I'll help you improve your memory so dramatically people will notice. Call now and try the memory switch risk-free for 30 days. 1-800-241-1419. Guaranteed or your money back. 1-800-241-1419. 1-800-241-1419. Today's GM vehicles are equipped with highly integrated computer-managed systems that talk to one another using a sophisticated dialect. No one understands their language better than the people who build them. Ordinary service is for ordinary cars. Good wrench service is for your GM car. Right now, our comprehensive maintenance package is just $49.95. Includes lube, oil, and filter, 15-point inspection, visual brake inspection, electronic battery test, and our GM expertise. GM Good Wrench Service. Right on time. See store for details. It's a collection of legal power that would cost $500 or more if done through a lawyer. Now, everything you need for total estate planning is yours in the new Master Estate Kit. First, you'll receive a legal will kit with simple instructions that let you complete it in an hour or so. Second, a living will kit that guarantees your wishes are followed in case of a terminal injury or illness. And third, a power of attorney kit that lets you name someone else to make financial or health decisions for you. And finally, a bonus estate planning guide, one that shows you how to update a will, avoid probate, save on capital gains tax, and more. The Master Estate Kit, an $80 value, yours for just $39.95 if you order now. Have a charge card handy and call 1-800-221-0621 to order your Master Estate Kit. Only $39.95 plus shipping. Your satisfaction is fully guaranteed. Call 800-221-0621 now. That's 800-221-0621. Because collisions, thefts, and vehicle breakdowns don't just happen 9 to 5, you need to know a 24-hour rental company. Good evening, Auto Hire Rental Car. Remember, the law says it's your choice where you rent your car, not the insurance company. And every day across the GTA, people choose Auto Hire Rent-A-Car. Auto Hire was great. They got me an SUV like my own, and I had it in time to drive it to work in the morning. Auto Hire Rent-A-Car direct bills all insurance companies and gives you one of the widest selections of vehicles in the GTA. Call 416-410-HIRE online at autohire.ca. You're listening to Talk Radio for Guys. Mojo Radio, AM 640. Yeah, he's cuckoo for Cuckoo Bucks, all right. But it's in a it's in a good way. The space man. Gary Bell on Talk Radio for Guys. Mojo Radio, AM six forty. Millions, perhaps billions around the world are unknowingly deceived into celebrating and worshiping a Greek god. In the Olympics. 
can happen. As it comes home after 108 years, they, like I said, got welcome home banners in Athens, Greece, hanging in the streets. And of course, it was a religious festival in the ancient days to honor Zeus, the chief deity of the Greek gods and goddesses, who I will submit to you is in fact actually Satan himself. All right. Weather was perfect today, by the way. And the most amount of countries ever to participate in an Olympic Games. 202 countries. Why 202? 2 and 2 is 4. 4 is the number for the foundation. The Olympics is one of the events that is the foundation for a one-world government, a new world order, everyone under one banner. Sam Ranch's puppet, Jacques Rogue, I quote today, Humanity owes you this marvelous adventure that is the Olympic Games created 28 centuries ago in Olympia. The world is honoring you for having revived these games in 1896 here in Athens following the call of Pierre de Coubertin founder of the modern Olympic Games. Well, just who is this guy, Pierre de Coubertin, the founder of the modern Olympic Games? Well, I got another quote for you. He said, Sport is a religion with a religious sentiment. This guy was born to an aristocratic French family. And it wasn't even his real name, Baron Pierre de Coubertin. He was actually born as Pierre de Freddy. Want to Google it? F-R-E-G-R-O-V-D-Y. He was a French historian. But he's best known for the founder of the modern Olympic Games. As a matter of fact, he was the guy that the Illuminati picked to put it together to reinstate that pagan religious ritual to Zeus or Satan. They were doing a lot of uh, archaeological digs in those days before the games. The modern games were born again. And Supposedly, he had a fascination for the archaeological finds at Olympia. But I want to tell you right now, that is the simplistic way, because that is just exactly what they're feeding us, and that is not the truth. The truth is, in fact, Pierre de Coubertin was picked to set up the pagan ritual once again for the modern era. By the way, I just want to finish my little piece on Baron Pierre de Coubertin. He was buried in Lausanne, Switzerland, the seat of the IOC, the home of the Illuminati. 
He died in 1937 in Geneva, Switzerland. They put his body in Lausanne, where the seat of the IOC is, and they took his heart out of his body and they buried the heart separately in a monument near the ruins of, you tell me, where did they bury Baron de, de Coubertin, Pierre de Coubertin's heart? At the ruins of ancient Olympia. What else? And that's the story of the man who gave you your games. Hell, he took the heart right out of his body. And I'm going to tell you, if you've ever been to the Yucatan in Mexico and that pyramid that has the top part removed and it's flat on top, it was a human sacrifice ritual altar. The priests walked up with the ones to be sacrificed to the very top and you know what they did? They cut their chest open, they grabbed their heart out while it was still beating and held it up. It was beating in their hands and they would kick the bodies down and it would fall down to the bottom of the pyramid and it would be eaten by the dogs and other animals that were there waiting. The heart was taken and cut right out of the body as a sacrifice to their god. I believe that Pierre de Coubertin's heart was taken out of his body laid at the foot of Zeus or Satan at ancient Olympia. How's that for the founder of your modern Olympic Games? Shane, Spaceman, Mojo Radio, AM 640, Toronto. Hi. How are you? Good. Uh, I was looking at CBC's website there uh, yesterday, and uh, it seems the Pope gave his blessings to all this and toning how fine sport is and how it's bringing the world together in these stressful times to well, find sure, peace. Because he Something is along those lines. Well, yes. Yeah. Um, your other caller there, he was mentioning something, and it, it just keeps striking me. There's only one person who really on earth understood the Bible, and that was Jesus because he was the living word. The next best thing on the earth that has any concept of the Bible is Satan. And it's just so funny how all of these people that he's manipulating, twisting, he knows the end result, but they don't. That's just something that keeps me sort of positive, uh, thinking about these sort of things, but uh, nah, good show. Thank uh, you so much. Good call, Shane. We didn't... I didn't take part in watching the uh, uh, festivities. I tend to abstain from pagan and festivals of sorts. But uh, Well, there's a lot of people uh, that, that, that would also, but they don't know it's pagan, John. So uh, that's what I'm on about tonight on Mojo Radio AM 640. Thank you. Ciao. John, Spaceman, go. Hi. Um, my man? Yep. Okay. Um, I was I, I watched it because I wanted to see all the hidden stuff that they put in there, and I was shocked at the amount of antichrist symbolism mm -hmm. that they had through the whole thing, especially at the end. Um, their God. 
I, um, I don't know how long you have to take for, for your shows, but did you watch the whole thing, including the ending? I got as most as I uh, as much as I could, and uh, no, I I did work uh, during some of the exercises. Go ahead. Um, at the end, when they brought in the Olympic torch, there was a six-man relay, six, mm-hmm. um, negating the hexagon that they had around the entire group, which represented the world because all the athletes were there. Mm-hmm. And when they got to the end, the torchbearer, which was replaced according to you and to the IOC, ran through the the world, or the group of athletes in the middle. Yeah, which and, is the world. Yeah, yeah. and up, up the stairs of... Up to which are the stairs of, of, uh, uh, of heaven, the ladder yeah, to heaven. Up, mm-hmm. up to the cauldron, which wasn't really a cauldron, but basically looked like a giant man. There was the pillar, and it had kind of two arms stretching out from it. Mm-hmm. It was standing which basically represented the Antichrist, and the architect, I can't remember what his name was, but he did the Barcelona one, had it bend down to receive the flame, and the torchbearer just gave it to him, and it stood back up, and a bunch of fireworks went off. So, him running through the world, basically giving the power up to the Antichrist, which was basically, I guess, the culmination of the whole ceremony. Mm -hmm. Of course it is. I mean, it's so blatant. That's who Zeus is. I wonder if people are getting it tonight, or, or 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 I wonder if people just think, well, hey, there's that conspiracy guy going off again. Ninety-nine percent of people think it's entertainment, and maybe even if they're lucky, well, then there's the one percent that are the Illuminati that know what's going on, and then there's a few, select few, who who know what's what's behind this and trying to fight it. Mm-hmm. Also, let me, let me just bring into the conversation one of those people we're talking about right now. Kevin, go ahead. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, I. I it's think just entertainment, right? What's that? It's just entertainment, right? Is it? Is that what you're saying? No, that's not what I'm saying. No, that's not what I'm saying. I've been on for 45 minutes. Haven't you got the gist of it yet, Kevin? No, I've, I've listened to you several Friday nights, many times actually. Mm-hmm. And all you go on, you go on and on about the Illuminati. No, 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 no. We, we asked you a amazing. question, Kevin. Kevin. What? We asked you a question, sir. What? What? And, and the question was, do you think it's all the opening exercises here today uh, we saw on television are just entertainment, sir? Of course. Okay. Of course it is. Yeah, and the reasoning for that is. Why wouldn't it be? That's what it's about. It's, it's yeah, but we've just pointed out. Uh, we just pointed out a few things. Oh, uh, no, I heard. I heard the guy. I heard the guy. He's got all the symbologies and stuff. He doesn't present any proof whatsoever. He just what do you mean proof? Statement. The proof was looking at it, sir, it's and seeing for statement. what. Seeing it for That's what it was. Got. The crucifix stands for this. It's an ancient Egyptian. Somebody ought to clue that guy in. There it was a guy named Jesus Christ that existed, mm-hmm. and he was crucified on a cross. Uh-huh. But but crosses you existed you, before. You, but you not, Kevin, not even question him once. Kevin, you did not just one good about Kevin. Kevin, say, cross, Kevin, hello, hello. Space to Kevin. Uh, the a cross was uh, an ancient symbol dating way back before the Roman Empire, sir. Well, so were a lot of other things. Wheat, yeah, but, you know, but, ten but, cents, a dime, whatever. Yeah. Red means this. They all meant they all meant thousands of things over. Yeah, the but years. they all mean things, Kevin. If you don't don't know the meaning of it, you could I could see you how you could misconstrue it as simple entertainment. But once you know what they stand for, well, there's a big difference. You see, for instance, let me bring somebody uh, out from uh, say uh, South Africa who's never seen the game of hockey, and yeah. we have the Montreal Canadiens and the Toronto Maple Leafs on the ice. What you're looking at, you have a deep, profound understanding of what you're about to see. The guy from uh, South Africa had no idea what's going on, man. 
None. Yeah, but if he's like you, he's going to say that the hockey stick is a symbol for some some ancient ritual. That no, 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 no. Dead. There you go off I mean, now. Now you're, you're just you're... spinning yarns. No, I'm not. I'm not. That's what you guys do. No, 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 no. Our, our, ours is is embedded in ancient traditions. We're bringing up the ancient pagan tradition. Yeah, don't, don't you understand that? Don't statement. you understand that the Olympics actually were a religious ritual to uh, exalt Zeus? Did you know that? Well, Let's start there. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, did you Did you know that? Whatever. Yeah. Oh, okay. Whatever. Well, that's your attitude. Thanks for being on my show. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you're not even going to accept basic premises, I I can no longer have you on the air because you need to do your homework and understand what you're talking about. John, I'm sorry to have to put you through that and hold you on and keep you there. Do you have anything more to add? Um, just one last thing. Um, okay. At, at, at the end before the March of the Nation, pregnant woman in the middle of the water. Yeah. That, that is, uh, that's the birth of the Antichrist right there. There's your child of light. It reminded me of the beast and the dragon in Revelation 17 or yeah. some Revelation chapter. Mm -hmm. and where the beast comes out of the water, that's where he comes out of. That's right. Yeah, and, 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 and look at what are we born in? The womb. And what's in the womb with the fetus? Water. Right? Yeah. Yeah. John, thanks so much for the call. Okay, thank you. Bye. All right. It's the Spaceman on Mojo Radio AM 640. I just get so excited about this uh, kind of thing, especially when the Illuminati are so bold as they are today to actually come out and flaunt their symbolism in front of us all. And guys like Kevin, that caller that was just on that I put on with John, is a person who needs to understand what's going on. He doesn't. He has no idea. He's walking to the edge of a precipice that he thinks is going to hold him up. And he's going to go over the edge. Because he's not aware. Information is key. Knowledge is key. You have to know what is happening or else you're fooled remember he who stands for nothing falls for anything that's just the way it is and your enemy knows it Alex Spaceman Mojo Radio AM 640 hi hi, uh, hi Spaceman um, I just have four main points sure. three of which are sure. questions that sure. I hope you could answer even if I Go too long, and you could. Well, I only got a few on. minutes, but uh, go. Let's get out uh, what we can. We have an hour, and uh, let's spend the hour. Go. All right, cool. Okay, now, um, how, do, how are you able to justify Zeus being the devil when in the Greek, uh, like in the Greek mythology, that's Hades' role? And just like keep that on mental note. Um, also, the chemtrails. Now, Hades is a place, Alex, not a person. In the Hades is a character. Hades is a place. Okay, the character Hades, the devil. Like the bad guy, the one that Zeus, uh -huh. is, like the Zeus's father's brother. And it's all incest, isn't it? Well, I'm not well. Yes, but... Yes, well, okay. Well, that's, well, well, okay, now move on to the next one. Okay, now, and the chemtrails. Mm -hmm. Now... No, no, this show is not about chemtrails. Okay, sure. Okay, uh, moving on. Uh, the Olympics, please. 
Okay, and the numerology with the Olympics, you guys were able, like the caller, I think three before you, was making connections with 666 and all these hidden symbols and stuff. That's what he saw. Mm-hmm. But you could find, like, 666 in anything. If oh, okay. Okay, so uh, he just he just thought he saw that then, and his mind just made that up, right? Well, no, but I'm not going to, like, call you an Illuminati member because there's three sixes in the phone number to call Mojo Radio. Like, it's just something, like, you could, I'm not saying it wasn't there, but I'm saying sometimes there are things that are just the way they are, not without... Okay, what you're saying is uh, sometimes there's coincidence, but I'm telling you right now, there's a lot of things that are happening today that people are passing off as coincidence. It's just too much. Listen to this one. Venus. Venus is a Greek god, correct? Goddess of love, right? Uh, Another name for her is also Ishtar, by the way. It goes back into the ancient mystery religion of uh, Babylon. How long does it take for Venus to go around the sun? It takes 225 days, Alex. All right. All right. Do you know what today is? Today is the 225th day of the year. The Olympics started. Coincidence or not? Answer me the question now, sir. That one. Answer me the question yes or no. That one I'm not. Yes or no. Say yes or no or I don't know. Either one of the three. I don't know. Okay. Well, I do. I know it's not a coincidence. I know it was planned. Um, Okay. Because Venus just transited the sun, didn't it? It went past the sun. The, it, the, well, the remember sun the news story? The sun is in the middle, so we're always passing it. Sir, sir, the, the Venus transited across the face of the sun, sir. It was a news story on June 6th. But how, what, how do you define I'm the sorry, if it's a sphere? June 8th, what? How do you define the sun as a, like the face of the sun if it's a sphere? Every angle is but, 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 but what I'm trying to tell you is the astronomers mapped it going across and took pictures of it. Sir. All right. It was a news story. It takes 225 days for Venus to go uh, uh, around the sun. Today right. is day 225. The Olympics begin because Venus is... This is the year of the goddess, sir. It's the year of the goddess. I'm, I'm not going to deny that. It's oh, okay. Thanks for the call. It's the Spaceman on Mojo Radio. I've only got a couple of minutes left. Here's what I want to do. I'm on tomorrow night starting at 10 o'clock. And tomorrow night is a whole different ballgame. Like, tomorrow night is the anniversary of the great blackout of 03. It is the uh, most devastating power blackout in North America in our history. Mojo was on the air that weekend. And we were live. And we were the only radio station on the air for a time. And let's face it, everyone was listening to us to find out what the hell was going on, if the lights were ever going to come back on, and what caused it. Tomorrow night, I'm going to revisit that night because A View from Space was aired on Mojo Radio, AM 640, Toronto. The excerpt that you are about to hear is a piece of what's on tomorrow night at 10 o'clock on A View from Space. Wait till you see what they have in store for us this fall. And they're early. They picked the perfect, relaxing, summer, Thursday afternoon to pop this baby at 4.11. That's what ABC used. That's their time. I was here. 
It was about 412 or 414, but they fudged it to get their occult signature in of 411. You know what time that is in London, England, where all of this New World Order Antichrist stuff is emitting from? The time, are you ready, was 911. A little taste of what's to come tomorrow night at 10 o'clock on A View From Space. By the way, where did you see what we, what they had planned for you in the fall? Just after Christmas, rumors of war, March, war, followed it. George W. attacked Iraq. That's what I meant by that. Didn't know at the time. But lots more tomorrow night at 10 o'clock on Mojo Radio AM 640 on A View From Space. Coming up next, four hours, Richard Serrett. Disney. But at Mojo Radio, we know there's a lot going on in DL. There's art, science, energy, and tower theater, fashion, content.